When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. How much time till we're on? Get, get on, Ron. What? We're on the air right now. Oh. <clears throat> I'm ready. Good evening. I'm Ron Burgundy. Here's what's going on in your world tonight. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometers of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. I yes. love our new theme. So do I. How good is it? Awesome. Just fires you up on your drive home from the office or the workshop, whatever you're doing. Welcome to it. Sports Day, Tuesday night edition. Uh, no sats. He's sitting in business class as he flies back from New Zealand after hosting the Warriors Awards last night. We have received some feedback via Joel and Fletch, so... Uh, we'll get to that in just a moment. We're not going to let that one go through to the keeper, no, are we? Matt Rogers, not. welcome to the show. Oh, thank you. I'm a pleasure to be here. It's your job. <laughs> well, Every no, Monday but, but and Tuesday. It is, but it is a pleasure to be here. Yeah, I, no, I, I you like it. your job, I don't like you? It. It's good. I get to talk footy. Yes. I get to hang out with mates. Yep. Don't use that term very loosely. But, um... I brought you in banana bread today. How <laughs> yeah, dare you say that? It was that? good. It was good. Very too. nice, wasn't it? Yeah. Welcome to our listeners uh, through the Super Radio Network. We love having you on board. SEN, of course. Uh, 1170 in Sydney. 693 SENQ Brizzy. 1620 on the Goldie. SEN track stations throughout New South Wales and Queensland. Uh, SEN Fanatic. And all of you listening on the SEN app, download the SEN app wherever you get your apps from. And you can listen to any show. You don't, you don't necessarily have to be stuck with us. No. You can listen to any sports day. I love the app. It's good. I'm, I'm, I'm flat out on it every day, all day. Yeah, what's well, on my Android CarPlay. As soon as mm. I put the phone in the car, yeah. she connects up and away yeah. we go. I've got my map and I've got my radio. Yep, perfect. Uh, it's fantastic. Download the SEN app free so you won't miss a thing. Plus, uh, you could be listening to the podcast of this show right now through the SEN app. And hello to our listeners in New Zealand who are still recovering from Cyclone Scott Sattler at the uh, Warriors Awards last night. He gave himself best on ground. Well, well, I mean, he, he can find his way into a into an MC gig, I can tell you that. But I will say this. I've been to many a function where mm. I've been the guest speaker and he's been the MC. Yeah. Very good MC. No, he is. He's very well researched. He puts a lot yeah. into it. Uh, actually, he did whinge to me last Thursday that you took an MC gig off No. <laughs> this is a lie. He didn't show up. Hang on a second. Cohen. He didn't show up. Cohen, Daddy, can you get Sats on the phone, please? He didn't show up, and then he didn't show up again, like two years in a row, and I was yep. just taking his place. And then by the third year, they said, nah, he's out, you're we'll get in. get to the bottom of this. And then, uh, oh, but I gave him one back. I got asked to do the winner, Manly Juniors, and I said, no, I can't do it. Ring Scott Sattler. So Sats is going up there. Let's get a good mate, Knuckles, Greenhill, and doing that. Daddy, I'm serious. Can we quickly ring Sats now? I want to... Oh, he's telling me to hang on. We're just live on air. We've only got two hours. <laughs> Bloody millennials, oh, mate. They just do whatever they want when they're, when they're ready. Uh, hello. He'll, <laughs> he's he'll, going he'll off. leave work in a minute. He's going off. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm sorry. 
I'm sorry I asked you to do something. I'll, mm. I'll take that back. Um, what else was I going to say? Oh, hello uh, to our listeners in New Zealand. If you want to get involved in the show, double eight double seven is the text number. If you want to text in Australia, 0457-736-736 or call 1300-01-1170 if you want to get involved in the show. Um, he, did, he did well. Daddy Vass, straight onto it. The legend himself who's just torn a big hole in New Zealand. Uh, Scotty Sattler joining us on the show. Sats, how are you, mate? Kia ora. Oh, are you back? Are you in New Zealand still? Um, no, I just got back. How, what's the pointy end like, mate, on Air New Zealand? Is it good? Mm, turn left when you got on the plane, did you? Nah, we have to sit near the toilet every time because my <laughs> wife is a perennial toilet visitor on oh. on planes. Is that right? What is it? Is, ner- is it what she's eaten? Or what, what you... No, she's just she's just one of those people that always has to go to the toilet. Well, she's got a yeah. So, did she break Booney's record? So the person, so the, the person sitting on the aisle seat. Yeah, it's very annoying. You know? mm. They keep they keep getting a tap. Yeah, is it true she had a crack of Booney's record between uh, the Gold Coast and <laughs> Auckland? Is it true? Measured in glasses of red. <laughs> wow, nice. Sats, we just want to clear a couple yeah. of things up. You and I were talking about this Thursday before we went on air on Sports Day at Suncorp Stadium. You're having your wins mm. that uh, the rat is stealing some of your MC work. Is <laughs> this, this is, is this up. correct? He say he denies it. He denies it. Well, it's. It is so, it's it's such a fact that I've had to go international <laughs> to, to New Zealand. So, um, but in saying that, um, uh, so the the one that was last Friday, he stole that off me. Um, <laughs> I haven't returned until he hasn't uh, had, a, had a last Friday. Three there. years. But, it's been then, three years. <laughs> yeah, our good mate Craig Granhill rang me last week and said, um, "Oh, would you be able to MC the Win Manly?" Um, Sportsman's luncheon. I said, oh, oh, he said, oh, Rat, we asked, I said to Rat that I was going to ask you whether you could do it. And Rat said to him, no, no, Sats is busy. I'll do it. <laughs> and then, oh, you did And it. then when asked, he said, no, I've actually what? got something on that day, so you can ask Sats now. So he actually, <laughs> he actually lied to Knuckles. It did, not even knowing my calendar. Oh, that that is a stitch up. You can't do that, mate. This is, this is, this is I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm I'm going to HR. This is this is workplace bullying. Yeah, line up behind me. <laughs> I, um, uh, but but Rat has said he's given you one in return. So is that the one that you had? <laughs> no, that's no, that's the one at Wynnum where he said oh, yeah. I was too busy to Richard. do it, so he'll oh, do it. Right, yes. But now he's too busy to do it, so I get a sort of like a backhanded compliment. You got it. Now we're getting back. reports on your yeah. performance last night at mm. the Warriors. How was it? Amazing. It's the first time they've really been able to dress up as a, as a club because they've been with COVID for two, three years. They've been uh, out of the country, so this is the first time they've been able to. So six hundred in the room. Wow! Uh, at Auckland, it was yeah, it was an amazing night. Uh, a lot of their their former legends at the at the uh, the function as well. Um, really good feeling in the room because they're so confident. Of course, going into the into the finals. Um, I've got to say, guys, Sean Johnson, who was the eventual one New Zealand Player of the Year, his speech, his acceptance speech. I'll go as far as say it's one of the best acceptance speeches I've ever heard. Oh, ever. Wow. It's just wow. unbelievable. It'd be great yeah. to, it'd be, I wonder if they'll film that. I wonder if they'll get it out. Well, they mm. probably won't. But that would yeah. be great to see. Poor bugger. He's going to have sat stalking him all the time too. Because mm. he don't, but like you and Ken Murray at the breakfast buffet. Oh, that was good. That was the best two days oh. of my life. <laughs>
Yeah, it was. We won't go into that. Mate, we got some uh, feedback via Joel and Fletch today too from uh, Warriors legend Monty Beetham. He had this to say about your performance. Hey, Monty, uh, Sean Johnson, of course, he picks up the Simon Mannering medal for the Player of the Year for the Warriors and what a season he's had, which is further testament to what Coach Webster has done. But what we need to know, what we need to know, Monty, is how did the host go last night? How did the, oh, oh, mate, sets. Yeah. Look, I'm, I'm sick of seeing sets, mate. 2003. <laughs> yeah. Bloody 2003 was bad enough that he stopped us from going through to the ground. Yeah. And, and Fitch, I can blame you too for 2002. So I don't like any of you, Blake. Yeah. 2002, yeah, 2003 sorry, sets. But sorry. Sets was on fire. So not only did he take our glue away from us back then, but then he tries to be the MC and, and take my glue away from me as well. Yes. That's only my role. But um, actually, it, 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 was, it was bloody good sets. Um, uh, the legend, uh, he, he loves it. Eh? He's been going good. He's going going real well. And every time uh, grand final's on, and I'm sure in, in a, a couple of weeks' time, we'll be seeing that, that tackle on Skinny Burns again. <laughs> wow. Wow, Sats. I did see Monty, and I thought why he wasn't emceeing. But he scares me, Monty. And the other guy that scares me is Ruben Wiki, who I saw him at the back of the room earlier on the night. And, yeah, so two people you're always looking through the corner of your eye at. Um, uh, we did ask Scott for a, a comment, and he said this in our What's, WhatsApp group this afternoon. I flogged Monty on the mean streets of Auckland. <laughs> yeah. What? Took him yeah. to yeah. South Auckland and sorted him morning. out. Yeah. Mate, um, two o'clock this morning. Yeah. You, you know, it's funny you say, like, Monty Beetham and, and Ruben Wiki, like, they're, they're two guys that on a football field you're terrified of and hmm. you just know how hard yeah. they are. And, but what, they're, they're absolute gentlemen, aren't they, like, as blokes? Oh, when you see them, they can't they can't cuddle you enough. No. They're, they're really affectionate guys. It's, mm. it's a uh, yeah, it's it's good. He actually walking through the room last night, Rat and and listeners as well, and, and our New Zealand listeners. There was a table of ex Warriors players. There was Ali Lautiti and Jerry Ciasiu and um, uh, Montu Tony. Was Hotra Okasini there? Mavabi. No, Hotra Okasini wasn't there. Oh. Yeah, he was a beast back in the day, wasn't he? No, oh, wasn't he what? He was an animal. So it's got a, te- a text here from Greg from Campbelltown. Uh, how do we get Scott Sattler's details to MC events? His, oh, no, his Greg, phone number is 0408. Greg, it's all right. I'll, I'll, I've got your number here. I'll give you a ring afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Well, we've got you coming. <laughs> we're going to go, mate. We've got a big show tonight. Toby Rudolph joining us shortly as we uh, count down the Roosters and Sharks uh, clash in front of 350 people at Points oh, Bet Stadium. Don't you start. On, on Saturday <laughs> night. Um, mate, God, I hope they smash the Roosters, the Sharks. Do it for the Bunnies. Mm. Uh, and I, also, I reckon the Roosters, the Roosters are a team people that won in the finals, I think. Yeah, their performance against the Rabbitohs is pretty ordinary. A lot of drop ball. They're going to be hard to beat. Yeah, well, I, I don't know. Are you underestimating oh, yeah. the Sharks? I reckon, I reckon Hayne has got the ability to do what... Sorry, uh, Tedesco has the ability to what Hayne did in 2009. Yeah, he can carry the throw team. throw the team on his back and say, yeah. let's go. Yeah. And uh, Bill Young, who played about 30 uh, tests with you, Rats, yes. will be joining us after 7 he o'clock is. tonight on the back of a boat. Uh, I think he's just getting the cheese platter ready <laughs> uh, somewhere off Hayman Island. So he he's doing it tough. As all ex-Wallabies do, doing it very, very – I wonder what – Rat must have missed out, Sats. He's stuck here with us two nights a week. Oh, I, I want to be here. And you got these <laughs> other blokes on their yachts at Hayman Island eating yeah. cheese platters on a Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> Not right. I love it. I love it that rats. I love it that rat, rats got the graveyard shift every time. Every time he does <laughs> the rugby. The, uh, the rugby now. <laughs> you know yeah, his new nickname, yeah. Sats. We call him Primetime Rat. Right. <laughs> yeah. 
Prime time. <laughs> 2 a.m. 3 a.m. Right. Yeah. yeah. All right, mate. We'll catch you uh, tomorrow night when you're back in. See you, legend. See, See you, mate. mate. There's Scotty Sattler who just entertained. He, w- he would have done a great job over there. He, of he course is, he would. He is so well-versed. Like, his rugby league history and his, and his and, and even, like, junior players coming through, he's so across everything. Uh, he would have been brilliant. Uh, it would have been a great night. 0457 736 736 is our text message uh, tonight. Uh, Michael from New Zealand, who texted on double eight double three. What are your thoughts on the Warriors season? Uh, getting in the top four first, first time. time. Yeah, oh, it's been fantastic. It's um, you know what, what's what's been even. I guess what's added to it was the fact that you know they've been away for so long. You know they sacrificed so much. Their families, their fans. Uh, they've gone back to New Zealand and they've delivered what they've delivered and their fans have got behind them. The country's rallied behind them. It's just great for the game in New Zealand. It's great for the game in general. Um, it's been, they've been great to watch. Um, I am a little concerned about their, their form leading into the finals. The, the, the last month hasn't been great, but, um, you know, it's a whole new ball game now and We'll see well, they, they got to rest a dozen players last week. Last week, yeah, they did, based on on you know their results throughout the year. I'm I'm not. They haven't had a bad year, and and they haven't been horrible. But you you want to be building, you know, you want to be getting better and better week in week in coming into the finals. And yeah. I, and I don't think their last month of footy was that. But if there's a team that can disrupt the Panthers' defence, absolutely, it is the Warriors. Absolutely. Look what Parramatta did a couple of weeks ago. Mm. Just. Yep. Different game plan. Yep. Just um, yeah, rattle them up. Uh, the other thing uh, I was going to mention, there is a text here for you, Rat, uh, from Rod from Acacia Ridge in Brisbane. Great to have you uh, listening, Rod. Rat, my wife has loved you from when you played Origin for Queensland. Her nickname for you is Little Boy. <laughs> what? Oh, hi, Tamara. How Please are say you? hello to Tamara. She will love it. Do you know Tamara? I don't know Tamara, but hello And why, why little boy, do you think? I don't know. Well, I, I looked like a little boy when I was playing for Queensland. I, well, I was, I was 21, what? but I looked about 14. Well, no, how was old was I? your jerseys, mate. They were too bloody big. I was 20. Yeah, no, I was 20, and I, and I looked 15. I, I looked 14. I didn't shave till I was like 22. You're getting creepy now. <laughs> um, if you've got a nickname for rats... Uh, oh. Did you have one for him when he was playing for Queensland, the Wallabies or Cronulla oh. or whoever? You, you mightn't be able to read a few of them out. Um, I've got some news here, Adam Reynolds, for Cobra Estate, the good oil, premium Australian extra virgin olive oil before we go to the break and we get to uh, Toby Rudolph. Adam Reynolds has defended Lachlan Ilias after the young South uh, halfback has copped a bit of criticism. Yeah, I don't think it's fair. I think, you know, as a young kid who's come in with a lot of expectation and pressure that's been placed on his shoulders as a kid coming in and trying to stamp your authority on a team like that so young, I, I truly believe he's going to be a great player for that team and, you know, he's probably going to wear that jersey for the next 10 years. Yeah, I... I, I tend to agree, but, but the, the challenge is on, on Ilias, he's, he's taken over the team. Uh, and in, in game one of this season, when they played the Sharks, he had an absolute blinder and he dominated the, mm. the, he dominated the ball. Um, he took a lot of pressure off Cody Walker. They had a great win over the Sharks and he had a fantastic game. And everybody was expecting to see that develop to an even higher level as the season went on. Unfortunately, it didn't. The reality is when you're a young player coming into a position like that and you're trying to you know, lead a team around. It, it takes time 
It's hard and, and to, to play at that level and it takes a lot more dedication, a lot more commitment, a lot more work. And generally it takes players, you know, two or three years to find their feet in that role. Uh, he's new to that position. I mean, it's his second year there now playing halfback. It's going to take him another year or so. And, and I think he is going to be a halfback for that team for a long time. But it's a tough gig running the team He's like playing that. around some big egos That's too. right. They cast big shadows, those boys. Your Cody yep. Walker, your Latrell Mitchells, your Cam Murrays. He's got to be the... He's got to be the general in the middle, um, and he'll learn as time goes on that w- what he needs to do. And I-, I thought he did it at times this year, but he probably won't be happy with with the finish to his season. Um, yeah, I think he's got to work on his kicking game. Mm. Uh, at times, it was poor, and and particularly in the last month, it wasn't good. It wasn't good at all. Um, so he really does need to, to to work on that in the off season. I think you're right, right? You got to you got to persevere with him. Oh, absolutely. He's, yeah, absolutely. He's, he's a quality player. One more thing before we go to the break and get to Toby Rudolph. What about this? The Victorian government will have to fight for Australia's most coveted test match. We're, of course, talking about the Boxing Day test. Now, when I first raised this to you today, you were ranting and raving like you normally do. Are you reading text messages? Yeah, about I am. I'm listening to you. <laughs> you right? I'm just wondering. Yeah, yeah. Now, you were, you were outraged that the possibility of not having the Boxing Day test at the MCG, because mm. Cricket Australia are now wanting people to bid yep. for test matches. And I think this is great. They've yep. got it. It's competitive landscape sport uh, when it comes to the commercial dollars. Why should the MCG have the Boxing Day test match every year? The Boxing Day test match is big, no matter where it'll be played. It's synonymous with the MCG. I though. know it is, but in future it, generations, if it does move, they won't even give us stuff. We'll be long gone. Doesn't matter, right? We've seen we've seen test matches move around. We remember we used to have one day is on on New Year's Eve and we or on New Year's Day and we used to have them on Australia Day. We don't have mm. that in. We used to have tri series. The game evolves. I think this is a smart move from Cricket Australia. I don't think they want to move it from the MCG. Rat. They just want a Melbourne government to pay for it. They want the government to pay for it, and it is worth a lot. Oh, absolutely. Now, uh, it'll be hard for me. I mean, I've never been to a Boxing Day test. And to be honest, if it's in Melbourne, I'm never, pro- I'm probably never going to go to one because I'm, I've got Christmas at home with the family or I'm, you know, some other part of Australia with another part. of, And, it's, and I'm generally never in Melbourne. Well, I've never been to Melbourne for Christmas or Boxing Day, so mm. it's probably never going to happen. So, could, you, uh, could you imagine, though, the Boxing Day test at the SCG? Oh, it'd be huge. That Christmas New Year period in Sydney, there's no greater place to be Apart from Service Paradise Beach, perhaps, but <laughs> there is no greater place to be. You've got the sit build up to the Sydney to Hobart. You've got the fireworks around Sydney Harbour on New Year's Eve, and we might get a full Test match done instead of the New Year's where it's raining. Mm. And I wouldn't be surprised if the New South Wales government don't have a crack at getting the Boxing Day Test. I think it'll be massive. Yeah, gee, to be. It'd be a big deal to take it away from from Melbourne. But what I, better... I, I see your point, though. Um, I, I just uh, it, it is a great site for for you know. For, I, I love turning on the Boxing Day Test, seeing a full MCG, new shorts. It's just what it's just what I've yeah. You, ham new sandwich, right? Oh, the ham sandwich, the perfect ham sandwich. Talk to me. Thick white bread. I just like the way that you get real deep when you're talking food. Well, mate, this is probably this is important to me. Right. Right. So you get your thick bread, yep. lather it with butter. We just went straight off on a tangent here <laughs> right. when then food came up. Then you get your leftover ham. You cut that bugger thick. No, oh, yeah, thick ham. Put it on there. You don't like shaved ham? You want <laughs> thick ham. No. I like 
No, because I'm cutting it off the leg. Oh, yeah. I yeah. don't have a shaving machine yeah, at home okay, that does that, nice, right? Nice. Uh, and then I'll just get some corn relish. Corn Put relish. the second piece on top. The crust. Nice, the white nice thick, layer, thick layer of butter. Oh, yeah. What about a bit I, of pepper? I, I like the uh, I like the whole grain mustard. Yeah, it's a bit fancy. Mm, right, okay. Uh, <laughs> but listen, hot. I'd like <laughs> I'd like Sydney to have a crack at it. What do you reckon? Do, should the MCG Boxing Day test stay there, or should or, or does it has it earned the right to keep it? I mean, I, I yep. think it has. Yep. Okay. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. Uh, our New Zealand listeners might want to get involved in this. Double eight double three is your text number, or call us one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Toby Rudolph, the Sharks Enforcer, joins us next on Sports Day. The all electric Kia EV6 with up to five hundred and twenty eight kilometres of range. World Gym Australia, train for the sport you play, building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. To his left, back to the right, Toby Rudolph. Toby Rudolph. Unstoppable. Oh, we know he's unstoppable. He is. And I tell you what, Rad, he's going to be unstoppable this uh, Saturday night uh, when they take on the Roosters mm. at Shark Park in front of a bumper crowd. What is it? About 13,000. They'll be they'll be mad, though. Most Sharkies fans down there, mate, they love their team. Toby Rudolph, thanks for joining us on Sports Day. Now, mate, you're talking to one of the legends of the Cronulla Sharks. He's been banging on about your boys all year. Can you just get the job done for him this weekend? Please. Yes, look, um, as I said before, we were talking off air, I didn't realise that um, the plan was to go after the Roosters, but now that yourself and Matty Rogers, the legend of the club, wants us to get it done, it'll get done. Yeah, Beauty. good stuff, mate. Good stuff, mate. Now, there's been a lot of talk. There's been a lot of talk about, you know, that... Shark Park, and it's and it doesn't hold a big crowd. And you know, what, what would your message be for any Rooster supporters who've been ma- making noise about it being played at Shark Park and be, it should be should be moved to Allianz Stadium? What do you oh, say to them? Is. Well, I guess I'd say to them that they probably should have finished a bit further up the ladder. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love it. Could yes. have actually <laughs> love it. Had it at Allianz Stadium. Yeah, um, it's also nice having a, a stadium being freshly built by the government's money. We've been waiting for quite some time now, and it seems that everyone else is getting the government's money but us. So yeah. that's what I have to say about that, boys. Yeah, yeah good, good on you, mate. Good, good on you. Now, um, this weekend's game, like, well, what was it, about six weeks ago? Yep. Your boys were on the slide. You mm. went over to Perth. You beat the Rabbitohs, which is unfortunate for my boys. <laughs> was there a turning point there, Toby? Was there, was there anything said within the four walls of, of, of the team that, that um, changed the tune for the team and, and changed their luck and, and their playing style or getting wins on the board? Uh, finally, it was actually sort of the week before when we um, got dusted by the Panthers. It was uh, it was a twenty eight nil defeat, but in and amongst it, we realised that they actually only scored sort of one genuine try against us. The other, the other three or four were all sort of kick deflections and and last play run the ball sort of things or kick tries. So we sort of broke that down and realised well, if we can go sort of you know with the with the two time premiers for the better part of eighty minutes. Um, we just have to carry that defensive heart throughout the rest of the season. And luckily we turned it around the following week in Perth against South. Uh, we just sort of managed to find glimpses of it here and there. And now that it's come to the second, you know, the, the, the next part of the competition, you might say, uh, I believe we can really beat anyone on any given day. So I can't see how we can't do a real serious um, number on not just the Roosters, but on the rest of the competition moving forward as we go into the later weeks of the final series.
Yeah, mate, it's a good point you make because I I was banging on about that after the Penrith game about how well the Sharks defended. I I was really impressed. I I thought they scored a few opportunistic tries, and and you're right. I'm I'm glad you guys took that out of that game because I certainly saw it. Mate, how in in terms of your game, mate, how's the fitness, how's the toe coming along? You're getting longer minutes now. You're feeling good? Uh, mate, I don't think I've ever felt good in a game of rugby league in my life. Um, <laughs> it's a very tough game for a reason. Um, but the toes, you know, it is what it is. It's sort of, uh, I'm in a moon boot um, after most games for a few days just to sort of, you know, calm it down and uh, at least try and play with a, as minimal distraction as I can uh, without as much pain as possible. So, uh, look, it's, it's only a few weeks to go now and um, I'll, be, I'll be right with the toe and the lungs they're always going to be a concern forevermore, so <laughs> I'm sure I'll be right. Hey, is there a different um, different sort of pressure around the team this final series? Last year, you went out in straight sets, you know, uh, but this year, is there a different sort of pressure or is there is there a less pressure this year finishing fifth? Um, yeah, it's an interesting point. I'm not too sure sort of what the answer is. I mean, last year we had, you're right, we had very high expectations finishing second and, uh, sort of finishing the way we finishing the year the way we did uh, this year. Yeah, you know what? Pressure is every game now is a do or die game, and that's pressure enough. Externally, whether you sort of acknowledge the pressure that goes on or not, luckily it doesn't really affect me too much. I'm just the front row in the middle of the field making third man in tackles, whereas someone like a Nico Hines or a Connor Tracy, they sort of have a, bit, a few more strings to pull with the whole team. Um, but for me, mate, it's a do-or-die game, and that comes with my pressure as it is. Oh, you mentioned Connor Tracy. Mm. Matt and I are massive fans. How good is he? He is 10 out of 10. And the problem is we've got Will Kennedy, who's also a 10 out of 10. Yeah. So, um, mate, it's, he's, what he's done this year to come in and not even not just not miss a beat, but to actually excel wearing the number one on his back and, and to do a, a, such an amazing job in the absence of Will Kennedy, it's, you know, we've barely missed a beat with him at the back there. So... He's definitely far too good a player to be playing reserve grade, and he can sort of fit in anywhere on, on the park. So um, it's, a, it's a pleasure to have him in the team, and it's just so good to see him playing good footy. Yeah, well, you mentioned Will Kennedy. We noticed he's been, he's been named in the twenty in the in the reserves for the, for this game. Has he, has he been doing much training? How how far away is Will Kennedy from taking the field? Yeah, he's been doing a little bit with this. He's sort of on our um, on our big scrimmage days. He's done a little bit at fullback, not too much. Um, I, I, he has to be getting close now. I know he's sort of almost done a full week of training, if not if not two by now. So the uh, the man with no hair, Craig Fitzgibbon, he's got a decision on his hands to make very shortly as to um, who the fullback's going to be. But uh, yeah, uh, maybe he can't be far off. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So, mate, just talking about Fitzy, how has he been? I mean, obviously his first final, a man with no yeah, yeah. <laughs> finals campaign. He's got he's got such a calm demeanour. I mean, being down there with you boys a couple of times over the last couple of years and just seeing the way that he handles you boys. And, you know, some I was, I was sitting in the room, I'm thinking, fire up, Bitsy, come on, say something, get him going, you know. But he doesn't have that sort of demeanour. I mean, he's going into his second finals campaign with the Sharks. He's he's obviously, you know, the disappointment from last year. Have you have you noticed a change in, in anything with him or has he, has he remained just that same Bitsy that you've, you've noticed over the last couple of years? Yeah, no, he, he honestly doesn't change a whole lot. You've seen from you know, the inside of our four walls, mate, he doesn't really get too up, doesn't really get too down. There's been times after this defeat and we get uh, 40 put on us and it's just like, 
mate, just yell at us. Just tell, just tell us off. And he would just sort of stay calm and stay positive and stuff my head in. Um, but for the time being, like, he, he hasn't been too much change. He's sort of likes to keep a level head and, yep. and uh, you know, not really sort of bring too much attention to us or to himself. And, mate, he's, as you've seen, he's an unreal coach. He knows what he's doing. Um, it's just now on to us to actually do a job for him. And probably do a job for Wade Graham as well, who's hanging up the boots. He's mm. Cronulla legend. Good bloke, bit of a try-scoring machine of, of late. Mate. A lot of talk around his retirement and you boys wanting to go out on a good note for him. Yeah, 100%. I mean, I, I, last week against the Raiders, we hadn't beaten the Raiders in, in four years, since 2018 or 19, whenever it was. And I knew that if we beat them, we'd, we'd get a home final for, for Wade. And that was just so much motivation to to get the job done against them and now even to, you know, just push his career out a few more weeks and, and give him the send-off that he truly deserves. I remember uh, he sort of had, a, at his retirement speech, he was speaking about how the, the likes of Paul Gallen and, and Luke Lewis and what he sort of felt um, when they were playing their last games, he didn't want to let them down. And mate, we're exactly the same. None of us want to let Wade O down. So we're doing everything we can to try and do that for him. Mm. Mate, a guy like Wade Graham, his his best playing days, you know, we could all admit it probably behind him. He's he's not as fast as he was, and he's probably he's probably as strong as he. he are you, you going to say something nice but, about him yeah, eventually? But, right? but, what, but, but what like a guy like Wade Graham, what he adds to the club and yes, and in and around the team, what what does he do for the playing group, uh, Toby? Like what what does he bring to the squad? Because his experience and he and he's just such a nice, he's a, he's such a good bloke, Wade Is Graham. He? Yeah. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about what he does around the club in terms of getting younger players up and, and mentoring those guys? Well, I, I guess the way to describe it is it's, it's almost like having a coach out there with you. The way he, you know, he's almost talking in a game like it's training. He's sort of, you know, oh, flip left, I've got this, I've got that. Make sure you push up here. He, he, he just like talks you through the game when, you, when you're around him. And, you know, the, the sort of... The confidence that would give a young Braden Trindle who has you know, played 50 games in the weekend would just do him wonders. And I know that when I'm playing with Wade, you know, you know exactly what you're going to get out of him. You know he's not going to let you down in any way. And you know he's going to be barking in your ear all night. Um, and, yeah, just around the grounds, from a point of view for Wade Graham, he, you know, like you said, Matty, he's such a good bloke and he picks everyone up around him. And, you know, he's always the first one sort of to say something before the coaches speak and the last one to wrap everything up. He makes sure that all the information... Um, goes into us and, and make sure that we sort of uh, are aware of what's going on around us too. So he's an invaluable member of our team and it's going to be very, very sad for him to go next year. We see him as a bit of a father figure around, the old man. So definitely sad to see him go, but hopefully we can send him out uh, the way he deserves. Yeah, mate. Now the Roosters have, have found a little bit of form. Um, where, where, do you, where do you see you've got to, you've got to stop them to, to get over the top of them on the weekend? For me, I, I see... Um, a bloke by the name of Lindsay Collins uh, across from mm-hmm. me. And for myself, that's that's what I'm concerning myself with. That's a, a mountain of a man. And, you know, he's one of the best front rollers in the game and something that I aspire to be for sure. So that's that's where my sort of focus stops and ends. Um, obviously, you've got the likes of Fletcher Baker, the Butcher Boys, Victor Radley. But if I can sort of see uh, Lindsay off and make it a personal battle for myself, then... I think that'll be the best thing I can do for the team. Yeah, well, you're right, mate. He's, he's had a, he's probably been the Roosters' best this year. I'd say Lindsay Collins. He's he's been fantastic for him. So if you can do that, it'll certainly go a long way, mate. Now, mate, we know you love a good time. What you got any postseason plans? You got anything in the works? Are you going to behave yourself this postseason? What what's happening for Toby Rudolph in the Please off season? Don't. 
No, I think I've still got a few years before I need to behave myself. I'm still getting married up just fine. Um, it's a bit of a uh, one-up for conjecture because I've got this toe thing going on. I might need surgery, so I've got about a thousand things planned. It's just sort of uh, where where we finish and and what happens to the toe as to as it actually happens. I've got a possibility of a table fest depending on when we finish oh, the season. Oh, nice. Possibility of going. Yeah, that'd be nice. Maybe a week in Amsterdam afterwards. Check the site. Oh God. Um, <laughs> Then uh, what else we got? There's there's a few bucks going on over in Las Vegas. Oh, got my <laughs> uh, I got a I got a mate of mine from school that's traveling South America. He's currently around Colombia or Bolivia or something. Oh. So boys, <laughs> just the chop the toe off, Chop the toe off oh, and get in there. I just want you to know, Toby, that, that old story. <laughs> what happens in Vegas? It doesn't always stay in Vegas. Just be careful, mate. Be careful. We need you next year. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll, I won't stay in Vegas, but the stories will. <laughs> <laughs> Toby, I know you don't need our motivation or the words of the great former shark in Matt Rogers, but smash those roosters this weekend, mate. Good luck. Get into them, mate. Thanks, boys. Do me best. Thanks for having me on. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome to it. Uh, hour two of the show tonight. Jeez, there is a big show, big hour coming up. Mm. Um, we're going to get to more of your texts. We'll do some of those in just a moment. Very shortly, your former Wallaby teammate, Bill Young, loose head prop, yep, will be loose. joining us. Great fellow, Youngie. One of the best. That's when props were props. Oh, man. They were built like props, right? But just he's just a great guy, great teammate, and um, loved, loved the game of rugby. And now a publican, and uh, he's got a few pubs. Yeah, good on him. He's doing well. Yeah, and yeah. built those up too, Brad. I think you were saying yeah. he started with one. What yeah, you, well, they've got about six now, I think. But, hey, um, he's doing well. Yeah. We've got a text from a female listener. Mm-hmm. What? Things that make you go, mm, we're not in yeah, that well, Actually, yeah, that'll do. <laughs> That's coming up soon too, things that make you go, mm, and maybe we should do this then. Uh, but Debbie has sent us a text. Hi, about Matt Rogers' nicknames. I loved Matt since he played for Queensland too. My late husband and I always called Matt the Gromit or Grom. He was such a cute little guy. Loved the show. <laughs> he still is tiny. Oh, such a, that's, thanks, Debbie. Appreciate it. Love the support. Did you make that up? No, it's there. <laughs> right. Debbie sent that through at about 20 to 7. Yeah, Thanks, right. Debbie. Great, Thanks, Debbie. Are there any other females listening? We highly doubt it. And we're not refer- we're not, not counting Glenda from Newcastle. Mm. Oh, oh uh, uh, Daddy was saying we had a female caller last night, last week. Right, right. But she hung up on so us. So our, our, just Daniel from Prairiewood, our, our smartest listener, he just sent in a, a, a text that I, I think you'll like. Woogie and Rat, on the pertinent topic of ham sandwiches. Oh, yeah. An honourable mention to the leftover baked lamb sandwiches. Cold leg of lamb with sweet mustard pickles on white bread. Game over. A regular school lunch after a baked dinner from the night before. Oh, yeah. That is on the podium with leftover Christmas ham sandwiches. Yeah, no, I'm with you on that as well. Mm. But we're talking about Boxing Day. Yeah. If you're not having a ham sandwich left over on Boxing Day, you're not Australian. How early do you get your ham? Like well, this like, is this is the this is the thing. There was one year I went too early and had to get another one. Well, I, see, I don't mind that. Ari it, and I just hock into it. Every time I get every time I get a ham, yeah. I think what, the pun. What, why don't why don't why don't we do this all every all the time? <laughs> I know, rat. 
But why, have I, why don't I just wait for Christmas? I get this. I love it. The kids love it. We just hack into it and eat yeah. it. And why do we, why do we wait? I don't know, Rat. Because it's probably about 70 bucks a ham. That's probably the reason why. Well, as opposed to the five bucks I'll probably spend on processed ham each week. Well, if we go by, you know, Rabbit Burrow tomorrow, it's tradition, right? Mm-hmm. Well, he says tradition is dead and buried in any professional sport. Sell it to the highest bidder and sell it to Free to Air TV. That's the Boxing Day test. Well, it is on Free to Air. Mm. It's on Channel 7. Yep. And it's on Fox. But tradition is why we get the ham. At yeah, but Christmas. you can't you can't compare you can't compare Christmas Day to a cricket match. No, no, I'm, I'm comparing ham to the cricket match. I don't understand. What? Well, well, the tradition what? is the Are tradition you? is that we, yeah. we have the Boxing Day Test. Yeah. Down in in Melbourne. Yeah. And the tradition is we get the ham right. at Christmas. You want to move the Boxing Day Test? So let's just get a ham at any time of year. Oh, right. That's what I'm saying. Are you also advocating that we move the Boxing Day test to April? Well, no. Just move the venue. I don't, yeah. Well, mate, it's different for you. Can, can I just explain something to you? Yeah. And my our listeners here probably jump in on this. You've got no idea how groceries, how much groceries are. We play the prices right with you all the time. You've got no idea. Can I tell you? What? And, and my son sent me a video the other day right. of his shopping, and it was from Costco. I love Costco. He said you could buy a coffin in there. Yeah. He said, I hope you didn't get you one. No. But, but the amount of food he bought, I said, mate, if you eat all that, you're going to need that coffin. Like, it, mate, he said, mate, this only cost me 300 bucks, And I couldn't believe the amount of food he had. Mate, you can get two trays of the world's biggest muffin. They're bigger than my head. You know what he said to me too? He said, Dad, you, know, right. you get a $1.99 hot dog. Yeah, at the end. And you can get a drink and you can yeah. just keep filling it up. Can you? Yep. It's just, You've no, got it's to go home cup. eventually, though. Yeah, I'm, I'm keen to go and visit this place. Mate, I said Costco's to, brilliant. Well, he said to me, he goes, I said, where is it? And he said, it's Helensvale. I said, oh, no, mate, it's Coomera. Coomera. I said, mate, it cost me more in fuel to get there. And he said, it's all right. They got you covered there, too. It's 30 cents a, a cent, uh, Apparently, yeah. 30 cents a litre cheaper in fuel. Right. Are we, are we finished with it? But, yeah. but oh, sorry, the cof- you've got to get the Costco. Um, Coffin. No, 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 the muffins. Oh, the muffins. Two packs of muffins for 11 bucks, and they're as big as your head rat. Wow. They are amazing. Mm. Uh, where were we? Can we stop talking about food? Breaking uh, news there. Woogie, hang on. Woogie Radis and Vasculator. Payne Haas has won the Broncos 2023 Player of the Year award. Yes, and rightly so. But in a bizarre decision, he didn't win the Broncos 2023 Ford of the Year award. That's from Rooster Muzz. I, what? I, I tried to look that up. I couldn't find the news on it. Yeah. But uh, the Dolphins, big news. What is it? Have released Bronco Lee, effective immediately. Former Maroons player set to sign a deal in Super League. Former Maroons player. What, he played one game, didn't he? Bronco so Lee? did Scott Sattler. Yeah, well, he's not here. <laughs> is he? It's still, he's still a Maroon. Yeah, and he of. did a good job. He wore the jersey with pride. Catalans and uh, Leeds reportedly interested in that. And Brisbane Broncos veteran Kirk Capewell has declared his desire to finish his career with one with the club and will and he will put contract extension talks on hold until the end of the season. It's a smart thing to do right now. Yeah, right. Going into a finals campaign. Right here. Uh Billy, thanks for the text. You two blokes are a natural, very good listening. Thank you, Billy. Uh and one more sandwich one before we talk to uh your former teammate uh Billy Young. Devon on a buttered roll with tomato sauce, much oh. better than him. Michael from Dremoyne, can we give him an esky? Well, 
Well, I yes, love it. we can. I, I, but how thick's Devin, the butter? How thick's the Devin? butter? I love Devin. <laughs> Lads, one thing I always threaten to do is have Christmas in July, smash all those meats and buckets of gravy, then fall into a winter food coma instead of a summer coma. That's Snackers from Canberra. Mark's text, Woogin Rat. Mark from Sydney here alongside the ham. I go for large slices of corned beef on mm. big sandwiches with plenty of barbecue sauce. Barbecue. Oh, yeah. I don't know about that. No, it's, that's a, see, corn relish is a, it goes with corned beef. Well, I like the sweet mustard pickles and I like whole grain mustard. Had a mate personally. of mine. What are those uh, barbecues where it takes a while to cook? Uh, what are they called? The Webbers? Had a mate of mine when he first bought it about 10 years ago. He got he got his Weber. He went and got himself a piece of meat, started cooking it. We came around for dinner. And he goes, oh, it's still a bit pink in the middle. Still, It's like <laughs> four hours later, it, he's pulled it up. It, this thing is as dry as it was Silverside. Oh, no. It's he's tried to Weber Silverside. Silverside's an underrated piece of meat. I love it boiled and... Cut up and oh. mate, you have it with white sauce. Oh no! What? I'm not. I'm not, I'm not into that. So what? That. But the Gundy Gooner, he said, Woogie, we had leftover roast pork sandwiches on Boxing Day. But I'm telling you, mate, even though it wasn't ham, we are still Aussies. All right, before we go to, I promise we're going to Billy Young uh, shortly. Big J Dog from Sydney. Welcome to Sports Day, mate. Yo, brothers, what's happening? Not much. Not much. What about you? Oh, yeah, mate. No, just, you know, we're talking about sandwiches, aren't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Give us something. Yeah, I had the Harvey sandwich because uh, Philly beefsteak or whatever yesterday. It was pretty nice. nice. What, what's in that? Just steak, Philly, Philly cheesesteak. Cheese. Right? Philly cheesesteak, mate. Yeah, it was pretty pretty nice, man, bro. Like, yeah, good one. Uh, that's got onion as well, hasn't it? Cheese, meat, onion. Is that it? Oh, man, it's mostly sauces and stuff like that. But it's, you know, the meat and all that kind of stuff makes it, makes it go, go, you know. You know, it's like, have you been to New York before? Yep. No. Have you had one over there? That They're pretty good. Nah, I can't remember. I've just had the pastrami on rye. Oh, yeah, I've had that. Yeah, mm. yeah. All right, uh, Big J Dog, thanks for your call, buddy. <laughs> thanks, mate. Right. Why is he laughing at his <laughs> name? That's what it says. <laughs> yeah. Big J Dog. Right, yeah. Uh, more coming up soon. Things that make you go, hmm. Get him through to us, 0457 736 736. He's waiting online now. Your former Wallaby teammate, Billy Young. Look from there. Gregan. Bill Young, first receiver. Charges into Ruben Thorne. He's done it. The hoot is gone. The Bledisloe Cup remains on Australian soil. Wow, it's been a long time since we've heard that. 21 years. 2002, that, wasn't it, right? Yeah, it was, yep. You scored a try? I did. In that game? Yeah, we yeah. We retained the Bledisloe Cup, and since that, it's all she wrote. Uh, our guest tonight to talk about the Rugby World Cup and, and what's going on and all the controversy around Eddie Jones is your old teammate, uh, loose head front rower. Yeah, fair that's enough. Right. Yeah, yeah, and you played about top. thirty tests with him. I did. Yep. Uh, now he's sitting on the back of a boat near Hayman Island, <laughs> eating cheese and crackers. Bill Young, welcome to Sports Day. Life's tough, mate. Life's tough. <laughs> but Rogo, I remember you coming on the. I remember you coming on the field that night, scoring the try winners to Bledisloe, mate. Very excited. <laughs> oh, they were good days. I think I'm one of the few people that's happy to see us. Well, not happy to see not not win a Bledisloe Cup because every time it comes back around that. That gets replayed, and I'm on the back of a, a good little junket there for a few weeks. So uh, it's good times, mate. But we're talking, <laughs> we're talking World Cup, Bill. Mate, you remember that 2003 yep. World Cup squad that we 
we came so close. But, um, mate, Eddie, he hasn't had the greatest lead up to this World Cup. What have you made of his squad that he's picked to take over there? A few big names left out. There's some interesting selections there. But I, I, I think, mate, he's, he's made a decision to make a real change. You know, leaving leave, leave Michael Hoover at home and making Will Skelton captain, that's a significant decision for Australian rugby. And he's certainly shown that um, he's not he's willing to he's willing to back himself and back his own credibility. And mate, he's you know, he's you know, the game's changed. We all watched South Africa smash New Zealand the other night with some big humans and Will Scott's a big human, you need big humans to beat you. Mm, so yeah. that's why he's my point choice. Yeah, well he is a big imposing figure, Will Skelton, and that was probably the biggest sort of surprise for me to make him captain. It's um yeah, and to leave yeah, Michael Hooper at home, that was that was a real shock for me. Um, Bill, you, ha- you played under Eddie for a long time. You played with him at the Brumbies and you had him at the Wallabies. Um, he- he's a different type of coach. Uh, how do you think these younger guys are going to respond to him? Oh, I think they'll struggle, mate. They'll probably struggle with a disciplinary lock. Like Eddie sees, uh, he's a five-foot tall, five-foot half-Japanese bloke. It's probably going to be struggle for them to actually learn, you know, that his way actually is the right way because he's probably the hardest worker in the team. And uh, you and I both know that, Rogo. No one works harder than Eddie. Mm. And his work ethic should rub off onto the players. And he's a winner. And he wants winners in his team. And that's why he's made some decisions like he has, I think, from the outside. Man, I'm a two-bob watcher from the outside like all of us are. But I'm assuming he's looking for winners. And you know, there's, no, there's no coincidence that blokes who win regularly. And you know, there's been too many blokes in that squad that have been losers. And he wants to, he wants to back some winners. So he's trying to find that. Yeah, yeah, it's a good point, actually, isn't it? I mean, you, you can stick with what you've been, what's been happening, and you, you know we've been losing for twenty years. It's been it's been that long, mate. You, you made your debut against France in Paris, but rugby over in France it seems to have gone to another level. They've got the top fourteen, and they've got two other um, professional competitions over there. Um, the game has just you know, grown in leaps and bounds. Do you think like the French? They look strong. I, I watched the Test match against Australia the other night. Um, they looked impressive across the park. Do you think? They're probably the team to beat. And how do you think yeah. they're going to handle the pressure of a home World Cup? Mate, in the past, the French have acted on emotion. I think World Cup's gone by. The French have been very emotional because they haven't had the ability to actually try their try their form in the right in the right environment. As you pointed out, all the all the rugby that's going over there and rugby's in Europe is now massive. Australia, we're behind the eight ball. I think as Australians, we don't realise how far behind we are with rugby union. As far as it's a world game, we are a world game. Domestically, we're pretty ordinary. But on an international scale, the game is huge. And that's where we're falling behind a little bit. You know, we, we, we look at the, you know, you're a rugby league like Rogo at heart from, from the start. And you look, you look at the players that we're producing now, quite often we're getting the second string rugby league guys they don't want. And I think that's problematic. I think Eddie wants to change that. He wants to pick rugby players. He wants to pick guys that actually understand rugby and want to play, and want to play the game. And that's where we've all got to get behind him. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, mate. So, hey, I wanted to ask you, 2003, we had a home World Cup. The squad had a bunch of personalities. You know, there was yourself, you know, Jeremy Paul, Owen Fitting and Justin Harris and Wendell Staler, all these guys that really brought a, a, you know, a lighthearted mood to training but knew when it was time to work. I'm struggling to find those personalities in the game at the moment. But I think what you did... What you and 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 Ming and and uh, and and Owen Finnegan and, and Ming's Jeremy Paul for right, the listeners, Bruce, thanks. Justin Harrison. What what you guys did? You brought a, a light-hearted nature to the hard work. Do you think that's something that, that maybe well, think, Australian I, rugby's missing? I think it is missing, mate. I think I, I think what we've missed is 
remember, we all of us, Robbie, you came in from elite culture. We came from we came from an amateur background. The, the majority of us that were from amateur to professional sports. We were paid. We were amateurs being paid. So we all had personalities. We all had our, you know, our businesses outside of it. So therefore, we were very comfortable in our own skin. I think a lot of these kids these days are groomed from 14 and 15 years of age, and a lot of them aren't cutting it in the league circles. So they're coming back to rugby. They don't really understand the game. And that's I'm sorry to harp on that, but that's what I think we've gone wrong. And I think Eddie needs to realise. I think he's realising that we need to we need to generate our own our own players. Yep. And how we do that is by I believe reducing the number of teams and playing a good players together in two or three teams. That's it. I don't think we can have. I don't think we have this five team scenario. We're not. We're not, we're not big enough domestically to actually carry the game. And the sooner we get our good players playing together, then internationally we'll be better. Yeah, yeah, no, that's a really good point. I've been saying that for a while. I think we, we spread the game too thin in this country and there's no real competition at the, at the, at the provincial level to, to make each other fight for positions. But, mate, I want to talk about Pool C. So Australia, they've got Wales, Fiji, Georgia and Portugal. You got Wales, you know they they play in a tough Six Nations tournament. You got Fiji, they just come, they'll be confident. They just after beating England, we should cover Portugal and, and Georgia. You would you would imagine. Um, well, but you, you think you would cover Georgia, but you remember Georgia and there's ten of their ten of their starting fifteen playing the French playing the French national division. Yeah, so you can have problems in two potentially the top fourteen. So you can have some issues there as well. So you've got some serious football playing for them as well. We saw Fiji beat England the other night. We we know we know Wales. We know us against Wales. We've always had the edge over them. Yep. However, that could, that could go pear-shaped for us in Fiji. They're the unknown, mate. Mm. And that's that's problematic for us. If they turn up and we give them a sniff, we will have some problems. Yeah, yeah. Well, it would be a shame if we didn't get through the pool stages, mate. But where do you think Australia needs to improve to get through those those pool games? Mate, I think it, I, I think your halves are our biggest problem. I think, you know, we've got the, what's the, the, young, the young kid coming through there. Yeah, Tate McDermott, Carter Gordon. Tate I think in the halves, we've always had, if we're going to be successful, we've got to have great halves, and we've got to be able to win the ball to give the halves to them. I think we're winning the ball quite successfully at scrum time. Line-out's a little bit of a miss. That's another, that's another issue for us. But that's always going to be an issue unless you pick some big back rollers. You know, if you go back to the uh, three time, and you know, you've got, you've some great line-out experience with Keith and Gould. And Dan Vickerman and those sort of guys, um, they actually could run a line out with two short guys in the back row, Phil Wall and George Smith. These days, unless you've got some real smart cookies in the team, you can't do that. Yeah. And so we've got to get out. We've got to win the ball on the front foot and make sure our halves can play. And I'm, I'm concerned about our halves. That's my biggest concern. Yeah, I've actually been, and this is this is going to sound strange coming from me, Youngie. I've actually been pretty impressed with our scrum. You must have you must be watching that thinking, well, they're going all right. Oh, mate, mate Billy. Belly's Belly's class. I mean, it's, it's strange to say that for twenty-three year old he's but I truly believe he's Angus Belly's world class. I think I think he can mix it with any in that world. He he plays well. I think he will play well in the World Cup. I think he he, he can himself to be one of the best front rowers in the whole tournament. Uh, when you've got a guy like that in your front row, he'll carry the other two two blokes, and you'll you'll move forward with some successful forward ball. As you know, the scrum in Union. It gives a lot of confidence to everyone around you, yep. including the outside backs. Absolutely. When they see that dominance moving forward, they feel strong in themselves. They feel they've got a forward pack working for them, and then you guys can create what you've got to create. Yep. Yeah. Well, mate, it's going to be an interesting World Cup. We've got a lot to um, we, we, we've got a lot to look forward to, and hopefully, we're uh, we're cheering them through into the quarters. 
Oh, man, I'm sure we... Oh, but I have no doubt we'll get through to the quarters. I, I, sure, as much, I just want to make sure they don't get complacent against Georgia, Fiji or Wales. Mm. I mean, Portugal's fine, but the other three, we've got to make sure we win those games, get through, pay Argentina or England. We can beat both those sides, and I believe we can get through the semifinals. I do believe that, and then you don't know what's going to happen. Now, you blokes have spoken about all the serious stuff of rugby, and you have, we haven't talked about the lighter side of touring, apart from knocking, knocking off cutlery <laughs> at, at uh, the Palace. Uh, what was Rat like as a tourist teammate, uh, Bill? He was, he was one of the best, mate. He was one of the greats. He was, mate, him when, a lot of, when, they, came, when they came into the squad, mate, they, lifted, they, they not only lifted the, 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 the on-field presence, but the off-field presence. They were great contributors. They were good blokes. They enjoyed themselves off the field, which is what <laughs> a lot of us did. Back then, we enjoyed ourselves a lot off the field. And I don't think, you know, the game's changed a lot, but, you know, that, that, was, that was important to us back in the day. And, uh, now the rap was a great tourist, mate. I've got too many stories, but I'll just, I'll just keep a few under me hat because I don't, I don't want to upset the rat when I see him next to a beer. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> Youngie. And, Rat, what was uh, Youngie like mate, as a tourist? One of, one of the greats, honestly. We, we did have, a, <laughs> I mean, I, I missed out the reunion. The boys had a reunion a couple of weeks ago, and they all got together from the 2003 team. And I, I, I missed it. I had to work. Um, <laughs> but phenomenal group, and and it was, and, and that's what made us. Uh, I think uh, we all wanted to fight for each other, you know. But we enjoyed ourselves off the field as much as we we played hard off it, as much as we played hard on it. And um, yeah, it was it was a special group of men that I got to play with. And, 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 and Robert, we've got to understand young blokes these days. It's hard for them, mate. You know, they can't twitch without someone getting a photo of them or doing yeah. something. That's, and that's yeah. disappointing. I, I, I think it's hard for them to show their true personalities. They're so frightened of someone misinterpreting what can be a fun thing. Yeah, yeah. it gets misinterpreted by the media at times, and that's and that's a challenge. That's a challenge for I think all professional sports field, but you know, in particular the rugby union, a World Cup, in a world in a world tournament, mate, you've got to be very careful how they behave these mm. days. And, and that's in a lot of ways sad because I don't think they get to show their true colours. Yeah, I, I guess that they they won't be. We spent a lot of time at the Holy Moe on uh, during the World <laughs> Cup down in Coffsar, but we we gave that a nudge. <laughs> Uh, yeah. All right, Bill. I don't know if you can do it anymore, mate, but anyway, we'll see how they go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, we'll let you get back to your uh, your cheese platter. What's your cheese of choice on the back of the boat there? Mate, you know what I love? I love doing the, the apricot cream cheese, a little bit of fruit and cheese. Oh, a bit old yeah. School. yeah. And, a bit, and, a bit, and a bit of French onion dip. Oh, Chad's <laughs> crackers. Nice. Yeah, how good He's is that? you right now, youngie. <laughs> I'm jealous. Wallace played Georgia, 2 o'clock Monday morning. Catch that on stand and also on 9. And, and if you're up early enough, Bill, you'll see uh, the Rats doing pre-game, <laughs> half-time, and full, although he says, you know, I don't think he'll be awake <laughs> at full-time. Time. So, yeah. I've, I've heard I've heard the Rats are too. Personality. Oh. I'm looking forward to yeah, Nice. We're calling him Primetime Rat. <laughs> yeah, 2 a.m. The Primetime Rat. Love it. <laughs> Bill Young, Wobby's legend. Thanks for your time on Sports Day. Thanks for your time, boys. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. You'll need this as a bit of uh, warm-up music in the Channel 9 studios uh, ahead of, uh, (laughs) imagine this, ringing out at 10 to 2 in the morning. I'll need it to keep me awake, I think. 
No, the, the, How you gonna the rugby do it? will keep me awake. Can't, it'll be good, I'm telling hey, you. Is it's that a, a nomination cup. for things that make me go home? How, how, often, how often do you watch soccer, football? Soccer? No, hardly ever. Do you watch the Soccer World Cup? Uh, I watched a bit of I, – I only watched the Aussies, the Matildas. Yeah, yeah. Recently. So anyway, – I don't watch other – I only so, watch Australia play. Yeah, that's right. So the Rugby World Cup. Yeah. You'll probably watch Australia play in the Rugby World Cup because, yeah. you know – you're Until a, about the 15-minute mark when the referees have ruined the game. No, it's not going to happen. We need to get rid of rug- referees out of sport. Mm. They're ruining everything. <laughs> hey, listen, we put a call out for female listeners. No. 0457 736 736. That's our text number if you're in Australia. Double eight double three for our listeners in New Zealand. Or, ladies, you can call us, one three hundred oh one. 11.70. Lisa has sent us a text. Hello, Lisa. Female listener here. Love the show. Crazy footy fan. Up, up Cronulla. Oh, Lisa. Love you. That's, that's awesome. Up, up Cronulla. That's one Let's thing. I'll, that's the one thing I will say about you, Rat. You, you are the eye candy of the show. And you are <laughs> bringing the ladies in in their droves. Not sure about that. And we appreciate that. Remember, you told that story last night that your wife knocked back Lachlan Murdoch for you. Mm. So, yep. yeah. Well, no, she didn't knock him back for me. She knocked him back because she didn't want to marry you. Oh, right, okay. That's, that's why. Crazy. She met me a few years later. Um, that's another thing yeah. that makes you go. <laughs> <laughs> Chloe, Chloe, Well, Chloe. you know what? It made right. me realise that she wasn't chasing me for my money. Yep. <laughs> Not that I had any. She Chloe, had Chloe, Chloe. Yeah. I want you to blink twice. Mm. Hey, um, here's another one. I've got another. No, I've got another, oh, another female. female. Right. Hillstorm Hillary, who oh, is, uh, who I think is in love with Sats. Yeah. Well, I'm only just hanging in listening without my favourite Let It Ride champ, Sats. Yeah. Missing in action. Rat's okay, but mm. Oh. Wow. Well, uh, I'll hey. cop that. That's all right. Sat, well, it's hard when you when you when you're with Sats. Sats very good. So you know, I might be good, but he just makes me look bad. Beaumont Tiles Rat is giving away a trip for two to America's footy's biggest game worth over seventy thousand dollars. These packages are amazing. The shopping store Beaumont's before November twelve, and you're in with a chance. T's and C's do apply, but if you want to be at that biggest game of American footy, which happens in February, competition starts this week too. By the way. Uh, make sure you get into Beaumont Tiles. What a great prize! Yeah, that's for amazing. I'm, I'm considering just tiling something. I don't know what yet. I'm just going to start tiling. What I'm about gonna, your front lawn? Yeah, I might tile something. No, I'm not tiling the lawn, but I'm definitely going to be tiling something because I want to go in that competition. Yeah, I probably awesome. can't win it as an employee here, can I? No. Well, I probably yeah, probably wouldn't be part timer. You might. Be. Yeah. Right. <laughs> time for more text. Thanks to Irrigear uh, to save time and water. Irrigear is here. Rat, roll out a couple, could you? Yep. Should, uh, oh, sorry, I'm not on the wrong page. You mean Tex? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, this one I thought was uh, interesting. Um, regarding Lockling Ilias, the halfback is the coach on the field. He has to give direction to the forwards and the backs. He may be young, but that's his job. Remember when Ricky Stewart said that after an origin loss, the halfback owns the result. That's from Tommy from Sydney. So what's Tommy saying? He He... He's not ready to be playing at that level. Do you think? Well, he, what what he's what he's saying what he's saying is is right. You know, in a way, 
But, you know, when you've got a senior player like Cody Walker outside you and you would like to think, you know, a, a fit Latrell behind you, that they can sort of guide you through the process. Mm. Uh, I thought they did that well in, uh, last year. Uh, this year I thought he'd taken the reins a little bit earlier on in the year. And maybe they thought, well, he's got it. And they maybe took a bit of a step back too soon. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it's, 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 like I said, it's going to take a little bit of time. Um, danger. I just, I've got to clear something up. Uh, he's texted us through going, what P-I-5-5, me off, woogie. Danger. Um, uh, there's nothing, you've done nothing wrong, except for you do spell wrong with a W-R-O-N-G. But mm. no, Danger, we're, we're tight, buddy. Love you, Danger. We just couldn't put you on air last night. That's mm. all. So, mate, no, Danger, we're good. Hang in there, buddy. Mm. Sporty Gav checked in. He said, hey, guys, Adam O'Brien has got a big dilemma to sort out on his bench for Sunday's knockout game against the Raiders. Ponga and Hastings returning from major injuries. Kurt Mann and Lachlan Miller might have to be on the utility bench for cover. Lots of depth is a good thing. Yeah, I don't think they can afford to have both of them on the bench. I think, I think it would be only one. Mm. Um he is uh, – Kurt Mann, I thought, did a very good job last week. Yeah. I thought yeah. he was really good. So who would you go with? Mm. Uh, what would you do? I'd probably go with Kurt Mann, um, given like, the, the, the shoulder, you can needle that up, and I think your halves are more important. Like I think Ponger will be fine getting through the game. Okay. No worries. Mm. Um, another text here. Uh, hey, guys, love your show and listen to you all the time, but must say me dad won an esky off your show for the Gus comment. And must say, Esky, I've seen stubby coolers bigger than the little cooler bag you sent out. That's just ridiculous. Come on, that's ridiculous. I must admit, I did say that when I first saw them. We said you'd fit six cans in one. You, what? You cannot fit six. If you crush the cans, like if you trot on the can. No ice or anything can go no. in there. <laughs> so what I you didn't do, say ice. You've got to drink the can, then crush the can, and you'll fit six in. Mm, we'll get bigger ones next time. Could we get one that would fit a can? Mm. Just a three seventy five potentially. Well, on the Boxing Day test, um, Pete from Bathurst, Peter from Bathurst said, should move all over Australia each Christmas at a new state except Queensland. Don't want the cane toes to have anything. Oh, that's not <laughs> nice, Pete from Bathurst. Jason, but, but it's not a bad idea though. Oh no, I don't like that. I think if you're going to get a a state to pay a bucket load of cash for it, I think you've got to commit for like five years or something. Right, I, that's my that's my view on it. I, I, I was just thinking, like, if they set a price for it, like, it's going to cost you this much to have it. We'll we'll, we'll make it on a rotation. If someone doesn't want it, it'll go to the next state who wants it. Is anyone interested in the uh, FIBA Basketball World Cup quarterfinal halftime score? Mm. Anyone interested? No. Well, well, the Aussies well Daddy's put it up on the screen for us. Oh, right, okay. Serbia, <laughs> Serbia lead Lithuania. Forty-nine thirty-eight. Thanks, Daddy. That's that's uh, a news update. Oh, he's Serbian, so oh, that's why. Oh, he's Serbian. Yeah, that's why. Well, right. mate, you can get your own radio show. Yeah, <laughs> too. Daddy Vash. Come in, Daddy, with big stuff right. like that. We didn't mm. know that. Um, good evening, Woogie and Rat. Oh, it, it was an awesome interview. Toby spoke really well and loving the Enter Sandman. A lot of hazard reduction burning going on down this way. Quite smoky. Cheers, Mickey G from Woodbury. Huh? Mm. Nice to hear from you, Mickey G. Hey, what, good what to see they... there's some reduction burning going on as well. Well, it's been dry Mate. the last you know, yeah. few months, hasn't it? Yeah. Hey, Ra- Woogie and Rat, hey, pertinent topic, the ham... Oh, no, we've read that one. That's the ham sandwich one. 
Rightio. After doing a pickled pork, oh, g'day, guys, doing a pickled pork in the slow cooker, oh. the next day with the remainder of the pork, make pickled pork fritters just as good as bubble and squeak. Yum, yum from Brizzy Brian. I want you to say pickled pork. Pickled pork. <laughs> Quickly, about pickled 10 pork. times. Pickled pork. Pickled pork, pork fritters. Um, yeah, I like, I like pork. Actually, we were talking about Costco earlier. Not an ad for Costco. They have got the biggest roast porks. I'm going to be putting one of those on. I do. You do smoking, don't you? Mm. Uh, I'm a spinner. I like to get my meat over charcoal. Nice. Well, I don't like. I don't like wood chips. Like I don't like the smell. No, I've got charcoal. I just use. Do you use plain charcoal? Mm. Do you? Yep. yep. I, I just. That's all. I, none of this bloody, you know, flavored. Oh, I put some. I put some wood chips in no. it. No. Don't be fancy, mate. Michael from Wellington, thanks for texting on double eight double three on Christmas Day, New Zealand ham or lamb. Yeah. Mm. Thick white bread. Butter. Tons of butter is the I secret. love lamb, but you just you almost need to mortgage your house to get it. See? I <laughs> you know. You don't how, even know the I know. Okay, how much is a leg of lamb? How much is an average I've got leg of no lamb? No idea how much that is. <laughs> how much do you think? I it just is? know that lamb cutlets cost a lot of money. Yeah, but that's the you probably get the French cutlets too, the fancy the ones. ones. Little, I, I yeah, just got the meat lollipops. Yes. They are the best. But, but, mate, they're the most expensive cut. Mm. Have a guess at what an average leg of lamb would cost, mate. A couple of kilos. 20 bucks? Yeah, not bad. There you go. Yeah, about 25 to 30 bucks. Oh, really? Yeah. Gee, no wonder we don't Only about 12 bucks a kilo. Right, we've got to go to a Bondi break. Bondi Jack, yeah, quickly. before you go, Chloe got it 100% right. She must be an excellent judge. Thank you, Bondi Jack. Hey, the NRL is rigged. That's from Wayne from Morton Bay. Why? <laughs> that's just a that's, random test. That's a broad text. Take it as you will. Well, why? More info, please, uh, Wayne from Morton Bay. We're going to go to a break. This is Sports Day. Oh, by the way, text messages. Thanks to Erie Gear. Uh, Erie Gear offers expert advice and better irrigation solutions to save time and water. Erie Gear is here. Break time when we come back. Uh, things that make me go, hmm, next on Sports Day. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Things to make you go. Things to make you go. Hey, I've got one here for you. Mm. Uh, UFC 293 headliner Sean Strickland revealed he hit a UFC fan on the streets of Bondi Junction on Sunday morning. Things to make you go. Things to make you go. Was he a Rooster supporter? Maybe. Play on. Uh, you know what makes me go, hmm? Yeah, what? That Will Kennedy's been named in the 21 jersey for the Sharks. Things to make make Here we go. Conspiracy theory. I just think, I think he's going to start. Yeah? Yeah, I think he's going to play. It's all, um, it's all or nothing. I mean, the, yeah. He's been out for six weeks. They Very said cool. he was a chance after six weeks. And Connor Tracy's in doubt. Connor Tracy's in doubt. Toby Rudolph said he's been training, and he didn't. He he, he didn't want to tell us, did he? Like he's like, oh, he's been nah. training for a week. Oh, yeah, maybe yeah. two weeks. Oh, has he done a full week? I think he's going to start. I've got a things that make you go mm, from. Oh, by the way, you're doing the last laugh tonight too. Oh yeah, okay, I've got one. <laughs> I just thought I'd let you know. I've got two in the break. Uh, Woogie and Gilly. What? What's Gilly? Woogie and Gilly. Yeah. 
I don't know. Am I on here with Adam Gilchrist? Sports Day has some bright listeners. Who texted earlier and said pork is different meat to ham? <laughs> well, he's got that down as a what, but that's the thing to make well, you know, well, That's from Rooster Muzz. Well, por- well, no, ham, don't, don't. Ham is pork, but if, if you say I'm going to have a, uh, a roast pork roll yeah. or a ham sandwich, it's yeah. different. It's, it's like... G'day, fellas. What? In the sandwiches. This yeah. is from Muzza. He says, hard to beat white bread, yeah. roast pork, applesauce, crackling and pepper. Don't don't go away from your comment that you just made, <laughs> that when you're having a pork sandwich or a ham sandwich, it's different. It is. It's still a pig. No, I get that. I know it's a tight, like the meat comes from the same animal, but it, it's different. <laughs> it is. Well, you don't well have ham's apple, prepared you don't, differently. You don't have applesauce on... Ham, do you? Uh, yeah, at Christmas time I do because mm. I just put it on everything. Yeah. <laughs> but no, no, you're right. It's prepared differently. <laughs> what, what about Steve? Right. My host, Steve from Dubbo, our Parramatta, local Parramatta tragic. My host, the NRL is rigged. They've been against Parra for 36 years. <laughs> Bondi Jackson yeah. is making uh, some outrageous accusations. Boys, the NRL is rigged. Maxwell choreographs way too many gains by indoctrinating the uh, officials and MRC into subconscious bias towards the NRL's pet koalas. What? South's Pampers and Storm. And they hammer Titans, dogs, tigers and chooks. Oh, the chooks. Bondi Jack, that, you're, where is it? You're, you're gone. <laughs> you're out. You've got one week ban. Michael from Wellington, he says, keep the Boxing Day test where it is uh, at the venue. Um Oh, yeah. oh, no, boxing. No, he says keep Boxing Day best cricket venue. Yeah. Best Basin venue. Reserve. Basin Reserve. In yeah. Wellington. Yeah, mm. he's from Wellington. Mm. Yeah. Well, we're not, yeah, well, I'm sure that'll stay there. Hey, here's, a, here's the things that make you go, mm. hey, guys, disappointed that when Ben Cummins retired, that the two sides should have given him a tunnel when walking off after the game. That would have been a nice gesture. It would have been. Uh, he's really? been a, he's, he has been a good uh, he, he has been a good servant of the game, and but I mean as a player, when, when a referee retires, it's 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 just not something you think about. It's not something that you. Why don't the little touch judges get together and they form a tunnel, like a, a you know mm. for for the referee when they're retiring? They can wave their little flags around as the the referee's walking off. Why can't they do that? And in the meantime, during the game, stay off the bloody field. Don't cross mm. that white line, touchies. Mm. Eels Muzz, he's got a, a tech too. He says, enjoying the show tonight, lads, as usual. Who do you think is the biggest smoky for the NRL finals? Knights, Warriors or Roosters? Well, for the grand final. Well, for the finals. Who, who, who's the smoky oh, that right. could, could do some damage? Knights? I think the Knights. No, who are, who are the choices again? Well, he says Knights, Warriors or Roosters. But he, he okay, could, dismiss could, the Roosters. I reckon the Warriors. You think so? I think the Knights. Well, they're coming from different positions, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I think the Knights could. I, I think the Knights could make the grand final. What? <laughs> <laughs> hang oh. on, hang on. <laughs> I, I really do. I, I really think they can. They've got. They've got. Daddy, <laughs> Daddy Bass, the, our, our Serbian staff member, he's is now yelling, yelling out. out. From the back. He's, he's into me. I, I think they could. I'm not saying they will. I think they could. I mean, they're there. Uh, they, Saifidi's. Get, get them going forward. You've got um, 
uh, Crossland. Yeah, right. He's playing great in the nine jersey. You've, You've got been drinking. Kalen Ponga in the in you know career best form. They're going to beat the Panthers. No. Right. Thank you. We finally got got you back to earth. But yes. they could. <laughs> T. Um, yep, so the NRL. The Warriors. You think the Warriors? Ah, uh, yeah, they they could find themselves in the big dance. Mm, well, they could find themselves well, in the big dance. Well, they won't have to. If they lose to Penrith, they'll go back to New Zealand. They'll play the winner of Newcastle, and they'll play the, they'll play the winner of Newcastle Canberra, mm-hmm. who will then go on to play the loser of Melbourne. Oh, the winner of Melbourne and uh, Brisbane to to make it to the final. There is one team that finished in the top four that I think everyone's underestimating, apart from Broncos fans. Who's that? Is the Storm. Pappy back just in time. That's what a good team. What about the Sharks? How come no one's talking about the Sharks? Oh, God. He'll be out with the Roosters. <laughs> I don't know. Roosters I... will go this weekend, and I think Raiders will go this weekend. I think the Sharks will win this week. And so? I'm not slamming. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not having a crack at the Roosters. Good on them for making the finals. But I don't. I don't know. I think the Sharks have hit form at the right time as well, and they're underestimating. And the Roosters, even the hardest Roosters supporter, watching that performance last week against South, will know that wasn't a great performance. They dropped a lot of ball. Mm. Didn't complete sets. Yeah. And that was against an ordinary South team. Mm. Uh, we've got to go to a break. Um, Bondi Jack accepts the one week suspension. Thank you. Um, yes. <laughs> so that's all right. That's good. That's one out. Uh, yes, the NRL is rigged. Penrith three in a row. Go Panthers. Rusty in the garage. Good on you, Rusty. Mm. Hey, guys. Most improved player for 2023, Phoenix Crossland. Had to fill in for Jaden Braley, and he's absolutely made it his own. That's from Sporty Gavin, Newcastle. I, I agree. I, I think he's been phenomenal. He's, no, taken he that, he's taken that role <laughs> with two hands, and he's made a real uh, fist of it. He's doing well. Uh, and the other one here is ham, pork, bacon, all from the same wonderfully magical animal. That's from Michael. Is there a better animal than the pig? To eat. <laughs> to eat. <laughs> I wouldn't have it as a pet. Oh, I mean, I've got a cat as a pet. I've, I follow uh, pig, pigs on Instagram. Yeah, but you won't eat it. Like, I'm not going to eat my cat. No, you don't no. eat your pets. No, no. But if I had a pig as a pet, I don't reckon it'd last long. <laughs> one day out in the sun, it starts smelling like crispy oh. bacon. Come inside with a crackling. (laughs) (laughs) Break time. Sports day. Back in a moment with the last laugh. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is sports day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to the show. Just about to wrap it up. Uh, Matty Rogers, Jason Matthews here. Sats back tomorrow night uh, and Rats Working Week uh, has come to a close. Uh, last laugh. I'm just giving you some uh, some heads up. Steve from Dubbo is about to come on. Uh, I'm with you, Rat, despite my suggestions on Smokies. Thinking the Knights in the big dance with the Panthers. Yeah, I don't think the Panthers. The, what <clears> makes <throat> the Panthers so good is is their back five. They make so many meters for them that their forwards are fresh when they get them down there, and their forwards can go forward. They're fresher. Mm. Uh, if you don't attack the Panthers from the inside, uh, if you try to pressure the halves from the outside, you're never going to beat them. Um, yep, they'll they'll be too good. I think uh, the Knights' big chance. Um, 
970 uh, wants a rump shake <laughs> from, from your big even... booty. No, don't. <laughs> Let's just stop. On Sports Day, it's time for The Last Laugh with Matt Rogers. Do not go anywhere. I would sit down if I were you. We've got a special guest coming up. The stage is yours, Matt Rogers. God help us. How much do pirates pay for corn? I don't know. A buccaneer. How oh. <laughs> good shot. No, it's not. That's a good one. Oh, no, no. How dare you? I can't wait till Sats comes back tomorrow. I can't believe I'm saying that as well. Oh. That is it. Grab the podcast from wherever you grab podcasts from. Make sure you download the SCN app. We'll be back tomorrow night. Myself and Sats. Catch you there. Thanks, Matty. Good night. Good night.